What you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a motherfucking hustler. You better ask somebody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Goofs and Gambles. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with Joe, my co-host. What is going on? How are we doing, bud? Are you still alive from yesterday? Week zero? I am. Uh, I am a little butthurt. Um about uh, losing my bet. I had a friend who was like, hey, this is a lock of a century. UConn football looks terrible. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fair points, all valid points. So it's definitely on me, but uh, turns out not that terrible. Bad. I feel like that guy that uh, Dan Campbell was talking about, the guy with one ass cheek and three toes <laughs> after this whole week. Dude, I, I think I went one in four in picks. Nevada was my saving grace. It was uh, it's good to get that out of the way before week one. Yeah, that's week zero. I think it's bound to happen. A good backdoor cover that beats you. Just an absolute bad beat. And it's the second I watched that UConn-Utah State game. Does Jim Moore got these boys buzzing or something? Like I've never seen UConn actually play defense. And it was against the back. That was the, that's the Mountain West champs right there, the Utah State Aggies. Can never trust an Aggie, can you? Absolutely not. But uh, we survived with minimal damage, I guess. We didn't really go too crazy with it. Um, yeah, baseball, I'm doing all right over here. I mean, I'm trending to go five and one, two, three, four, five. If the Cardinals get over four runs, I'll be six and two today. Not okay. a bad baseball day today. I haven't calculated my props yet. I listed out a ton on Twitter. At Goofs and Gambles. But yeah, so today I wanted to talk about the NFC futures. We've already discussed the NFC North. I think if I remember correctly, I got the Packers as division winners at minus 155. Joe, did you have the Vikings? I had the Vikings in that division. And then... uh... And I think we both agreed that, hey, Vikings are a wild card team. Should make the playoffs. Those were the big ones I remember. I also remember I'm pretty confident as a Bears fan. Just fade them all year long, and you'll probably make some money. Yes. Uh, I think I've picked every single under you possibly can for the Bears. So follow that, see what happens. I think that should be a long-term winning thing. I agree. I mean, that's always – you want to obviously put your money on good teams, but also equally as important, bet against the bad teams. So, uh, yeah. Uh, a lot it's of just that simple. Bears games will be circled on my betting schedule. Not my watching schedule, but my betting schedule for sure. Oh, you'll be watching. <laughs> yes, because I'm on your house. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be watching. All right, so let's start off with the rest of the NFC. Let's go off with the more entertaining one, NFC East. This is the one that we're in Texas, so everybody loves talking about. Mm-hmm. Joe, start it off. What do you think about this division so far? I mean, okay, Giants should be maybe just a tad bit better in theory, right? Eagles, we expect to be a March, you know, a good amount better. And then I have no idea what to think of the commanders. Yeah. Anything is possible. They could be a wild card. Anything. Spot. They could literally go two and 15. Uh, all the bets are on right now with them. Yeah. And I'm sure you've heard this stat before, but there hasn't been a back-to-back winner in the, this East division in like, I don't know, 10, 12 years. So something to think about as the Cowboys did win last year. And, 
honestly, it was pretty close between them and the Eagles towards the end, right? I mean, there was a slim chance that the Eagles could come back and win, but at the end of the day, Dallas kind of drove last year. If anything, with uh, Tyron Smith getting hurt, I think that offensive line is shot. They concern me a tad bit. <laughs> yes. I mean, hopefully Dak stays healthy just from a, not even from a betting standpoint, but from having to watch the Cowboys as much as everyone in America <laughs> has to do all year. Uh, the Garrett Gilbert and uh, those types uh, are just not made to run that offense. What is that? Ben DiNucci? Yes. The Italian Stallion? Yeah, I, I can't watch another one of those games. No. Because that's going to be on like primetime TV. Dak's going to have a craft. That's where it happens every year where you have to watch. It's just kind of painful. But yeah, so Joe, I'm just going to tell you right now, my division pick is going to be the Eagles at plus 155. I feel like that's decent value. The Eagles got better with A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts kind of on a prove me year here, right? He, they didn't pick up his option. Correct. I mean... And also, I think defensively, they drafted Jordan Davis out of Georgia. I like that a lot. Everything got better, in my mind, for the Eagles. I definitely agree, other than maybe a little bit on special teams. I don't know where the Cowboys improved at all. If anything, they've lost Amari Cooper, and they lost Tyron Smith uh, now for what looks like a long period of time. So, I mean, schedule-wise, it's fairly even. You know, Cowboys have a rough start with Bucks and Bengals. Um, but then, you know, for the rest of it is, is pretty mediocre throughout. Yeah, I think when I was reading this, the commanders have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Then in second, it's the Cowboys, which doesn't make sense because they should be playing all the first seed teams. That's correct. But somehow Cowboys lucked out again. I mean, I think the, I think everybody in the NFC East has a very, very easy schedule. I think that should help out both the Cowboys and Eagles. These are going to be the top two teams. I think the commanders could surprise us that that could be interesting with how does Carson Wentz handle everything? Who knows? Right. Do we get Carson Wentz from MVP Eagles day or do we get Colts Carson Wentz? I guess it just depends on the amount of protection he has, which I don't know anything about the Washington line, but it doesn't look like uh, the running game is going away from based on all the reports. Sounds like Antonio Gibson is not even a guarantee to make the team. So what? Yeah, uh, that all training camp so far has basically been Washington beat writers shitting on Antonio Gibson. So that is. Uh, I feel like he's been talked about as a sleeper in all these drafts. Like you should get him in this round. That's insane. Uh, I am not drafting him. I have you know more than enough leagues, and I predict that I will draft him. In Zero leagues. How many leagues you got, Joe? Oh, I hate saying this out loud. Uh, I have nine. Good God. Yes. Yep. I'm actually recording this right now in between two uh, here uh, on a nice, easy Sunday afternoon. Um, these ones, these two are pretty light. Uh, the ones I care the most about uh, come a little bit closer to the season, obviously. But yeah. All right. Well. Joe, what do you think about these uh, win totals? So right now, I see the Phil- the Eagles have nine and a half as their line. It's juiced towards the over, minus 145. If I'm picking them to win my champion division champs, I'm kind of going to have to guarantee myself to go over on this pick. Yeah, I they just have a, a funny schedule that just makes me nervous. 
of of all well, of all the teams in that division, I like their schedule the least. I think if you look at their bye week is in what week seven, but if you look by then, I see one one win against the Lions. I see a win at the Commanders, a win at the Jaguars. I mean, they could be three. Is Call of Duty come out? <laughs> uh, no, against uh, the Cardinals. Call of Duty would not be out, so that's the Cardinals at full strength. Well, you got to lock that in as a win for the Cardinals, then. So yeah, three and three at the half at the bye week, but then you got Steelers, Texans, Commanders again, the Colts, Packers. Ooh, this is a tough. It's not very thing, fun, but they do week seventeen the Saints. You know. I mean, by then, you know, they're probably sitting Jameis because uh, they had the one seed locked up, but uh, <laughs> that's no obviously way. a joke. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that'll be a shootout for sure. Um, they're in Soldier Field, so, I mean, that's week 15. They're, Bears, that should circle that one. They're real winnable, should be able to lock in games are Lions, Jaguars, Texans? Yeah, Bears. No, I mean Bears. Okay, so that's four, right? But then you have your, the division, right, which... I can probably guarantee you they beat the Giants twice, so that's add two more to that four. That's six. I don't know. Okay, even if you gave them the Giants both times, maybe they slip up and split one against the Commanders, and then they got to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, and they usually split every year, I feel. That's kind of like a, a one of them is at least a win. But even then, you're at six wins, and you got to then find four between, like, Vikings, Cardinals, Steelers, Colts, Packers, Titans, Saints. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I just don't know. Can I see them getting the 10 wins? Absolutely. But am I going to bet on them either way? No. I can't, even though I, in fantasy, uh, not to give away anything, I am targeting a few Eagles. I am avoiding them from a uh, season-long bet standpoint. Fair enough. Well, then what do you think about the Giants? Their win total is at seven and a half. The under is clearly juiced on this one. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how they could get to eight wins. Because I don't think they have a chance. I think them and the Bears will probably be fighting for that first pick overall. That would make me happy. Not the Bears part, but the Giants part. But uh... No, no, I need a first-round pick. I need something. So I'm kind of like, as a really terrible fan, kind of hoping it happens. I hope Justin Fields, as a, healthiest, as a health reason, he just sits out this year. I don't know let Nathan Peterman get beat up all year long and then kind of just go for this first round pick. I mean, it would be nice to bet against Nathan Peterman all year, but, uh, I, yeah, dude, it, I don't think he's an absolute fade every single time he's playing. That is going Unless to it's preseason. Cause now he looks like a God. Yeah. I think, but yeah. So I think I lean the under on the giants. What's the Cowboys over under 10 and a half. Yuck. I don't like that at all. I don't like this reeks of a I don't really 17. like Exactly. I I don't like that line. They drafted a guy that's got more penalties and he continues to have more penalties in preseason. He does he was known for that in college. Tyron Smith is out. They lost Amari Cooper. It's really just C D out there and who? Uh 
Shit, Nate Brown? Who's that guy? You know, I would, yeah, I, would, I don't know. I just looked at it and like the ones that I would pretty much, I would probably bet on them to win uh, is like nine games. And then the rest of them are kind of toss-ups. So I guess they only have to win two of the toss-ups. Right. And I mean, this NFC is so weak compared to the AFC. I can see the Cowboys having nine wins and then still being like a wild card team. Me personally, I'm going to go Cowboys 11 and six. You're going 11 and six. Yeah. Well, Joe, I can't with a clear conscience do that. I'm going to take the under in 10 and a half. I just think it's a smart thing. I'll lean the slide over. You think that you'll lean over. All right. Then we got the commanders. This, this one seems a little odd at eight and a half. Uh, Eight and a half. Seems like I'm going to hit that under pretty hard. I think we disagree again. I'm taking the chance of Carson. I, I still, I'm maybe I'm a sucker, but I still believe that he could be a decent quarterback. Would you trade Justin Fields for Carson Wentz right now? Absolutely not. I don't, Justin Fields is still my Lord and savior. Uh, he just needs some help. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. He just needs any kind of help, but no, absolutely not. Carson, I think is a guy that can make like, man, just make him a game manager, like a Alex Smith. And they should be fine. I feel like, I feel like they have enough with the coaching staff, like a decent coaching to get them to nine wins. I think uh, they are closer to four wins than nine wins, but we shall Fair see. Enough. Well, yeah, we will see. So just to cover the NFC East, I have the Philadelphia Eagles as my division champs. I have the Phillies over nine and a half wins. Giants under seven and a half wins. Cowboys unders at ten and a half wins. And the Commanders over eight and a half wins. Nice. So I'm going to go Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Commanders in order to finish. And since we are talking about this division, I do want to kind of lock this pick in as well, just as a prop. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, Jordan Davis. He is plus 1,600 to win that. I think if the Eagles do win the division, they make a playoff run and the defense is decent, you're going to look at that guy as, hey, he might be a rookie of the year. So that's what I'm kind of envisioning. Jordan Davis was a badass at Georgia. He should be fine. Okay, cool. Cool, let's go on to the NFC South. Now this one's kind of hard for me to really kind of cap or pick. I just, I can't help but see the Bucks winning the division. I feel like that's a clear-cut answer there. I just don't want to bet minus 270. Hmm. Yeah, I am not going to bet minus 270 on that. Uh, there is, And just to kind of go through the division odds here, Bucks minus 270. The Saints are the second favorite of plus 300. Then you got the Carolina Panthers at what, plus 1,500. And then the Falcons at plus... What is that? 3,000? No, that can't be right. How many zeros is that? Yeah, no, 3,000. I think, man, I just want to take the Saints so bad. The <laughs> Saints really got to, like, start off hot in order for that because Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Rams, a six-week stretch in the middle of the heartless season is brutal. And I think this Panther team is better with Baker. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
at the plus 1500 that is kind of just as a chance just like as a lottery ticket i do like that a little bit but i'm not gonna take it just professionally won't take it now something i did do just to kind of like make myself feel better I already have the Packers winning the NFC North at minus 155. I've parlayed that with the Bucks at minus 270. Okay. Odds are at plus 125. So that is actually something I already have a ticket on. I think that's a no doubt brainer of a pick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I see the logic. Um, and obviously, if Brady's as good as he was last year, I mean, that's got to be a, a pretty strong lean. Um, I will say the Bucks have a brutal start to the season. Good Lord. At Cowboys, at New Orleans, home for Packers, home for Chiefs. <laughs> Honestly, there's a world where the Bucks start 0-4. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Um, but then the rest of their But I feel like the towards the schedule, end, yeah. they... Yeah, this is where, like... You're going to hear ESPN or Fox Sports, whatever show you watch in the morning. It's going to be like, is Tom Brady done? Is he retired when they're like he has a really rough first four weeks? Then that's when Tom Brady goes out and throws like sixty more career, like just sixty more season touchdowns. Yeah, I'm gonna, I feel like we watch it every year. I'm gonna go with my upset pick. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Um, you going with the Saints to win the division? I'm gonna go Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Falcons in that order. What's the uh, over under on the amount of wins for the Saints? Good call. It is eight and a half. You clearly got to say over, right? I mean, yeah. If you're if you're going to bet the division winner to beat Saints, you're clearly seeing that they're going to win over nine games. Yeah, they got to find their way to ten wins, which it's, there's no gimmies. See, Not many gimmies on there, but I don't like the coach. Is it Dennis Allen? I. I'm not a fan. I feel like he's done this before. I've seen him be a head coach somewhere else. Raiders, I believe, and he's struggled there. I don't know if he can make that Saints team better than it was last year. Uh, will Jameis stay healthy again? That's kind of a – I feel like he's the ACL is an issue or coming back from that can be an issue. I do like the 8.5 under on that at minus 110. I feel like that's a safe bet. Okay. Tampa Bay, though, at – over 11 and a half really does make me question that because 12 wins is a lot of Absolutely. NFL. Absolutely, I'm going to take the under on this. I can't help it. I got to take the over until Tom proves me otherwise. Give me the over 11 and a half. That's going to be a plus 125 too. Yeah, I'm going to go look that up and bet that right now. That's crazy. <laughs> so then, then the other teams are going to be the Falcons. Falcons under four and a half or over under four and a half. I got the under on that just because I think Mariota isn't the answer. And I think the Falcons also have kind of a pain in the ass schedule too. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't have any real bets uh, for this division yet. I mean, I'm obviously going to look at the Jameis numbers and I think I saw Jameis to lead the league in passing was like, didn't we discuss this? It was like 30 to one. Yeah. Correct. So, but my last pick for this division, then, because I do think Baker Mayfield is going to turn that Panthers team around, and the line is only at six and a half wins at plus money. Give me the Panthers to win seven wins and more at plus one hundred five. I feel like that's also a very good value bet. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I mean, if McCaffrey can stay healthy, and 
DJ Moore can do what we think he can do with Baker, then yeah, there's definitely some reason for some optimism over there. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, that's probably my favorite pick out of this division is that they will get over seven wins or get to seven wins. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Cool, you ready for this next one? This is the gauntlet of the NFC, the NFC West. We have the Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. Talk to me, Joe, what do you think? It's got to be the Rams. <laughs> the rest of them are, I don't trust Kyler. I don't trust Trey Lance yet. I think there's, depending on the odds, you know, Niners might be a little sneaky um, pick there. Maybe the Rams slip up a little bit and fall into the wild card. But uh, I imagine what the Rams are like, probably similar to the Bucks, minus 270, roughly. So the Rams are actually plus 125. 49ers at plus 175, Cardinals at plus 350, and then the Seahawks at plus 1,500. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Joe, you know my opinions on certain quarterbacks of this division, uh, specifically the Rams one, Matt Stafford. Yes. I'm going to sound like a big hypocrite this entire year. Future Hall of Famer. You know... Those that have one Super Bowl basically have none, in my opinion. So he still has nothing. To, he's still shit to me. But that being said, like I said, I'm going to sound pretty hypocritical this whole next couple minutes. I also like the Rams at plus 125 as the division champs. I'm sure Stafford will blow it in the playoffs sometime pretty easy. But, I mean, if you're getting plus money for them to win, and then there's a quarterback we've never seen before, Kyler Murray in Call of Duty. And then we got what is that? Drew Locke at Seattle. Who's the starting quarterback there? I just don't see it's, uh, it's those actually, three teams having a better today. It's Geno Smith. Good for Geno. And Drew Locke is not happy about it. Would you be? Would you be? Uh, I'd be pretty embarrassed if I was an NFL player. And well, I guess Geno was there last year. He doesn't maybe know the offense better. But... Yeah, at that point, yeah, like I was saying, there's just. Unless Trey Lance comes out like an absolute weapon. I mean, I just don't... I've seen him... I actually watched him play last year in Chicago. He wasn't that good. He was like a Diet Coke of Kyler Murray. That's what he looked like out there. It just wasn't Yeah, anything. he didn't really look good last year. But I don't know. It's weird that they, I feel like... they, they just gave up on Jimmy G for nothing. Kind of thing. Jimmy G's a winner. Yeah. I mean, he can. I kind of want Jimmy G to go to the Bears. I don't know what I would do with Justin Fields. Maybe that we could have a dual quarterback system. I don't know. Maybe we do what the Dolphins did, like have a closer, <laughs> have Fitzpatrick come in, or have uh, Jimmy G come in. Oh, uh, don't remind me of that year. <laughs> that was very. Frustrating. But yeah, so right now, Seahawks. Uh, let's just look at their win total. Just go through the divisions real quick. Seahawks over unders at five and a half. I can't help but lean the under. I don't really. The fact that Geno Smith is still an NFL quarterback is kind of comical. Give me the under on that. Yep. San Francisco, nine and a half. Mm. What do you think? Oh, man, that is a hard one to figure out. Um, man. 
the under is plus money at 125. The over is minus 145. So the juice is leaning towards the over. If, if Stafford's healthy, I just don't see them not losing it. If he gets banged up, misses time, then all bets are off. But I, I still remember they were concerned about the what the tennis elbow or the football elbow, Tommy John. Yeah. I don't, but it sounds like sounds like classic Stafford. He's always hurt, but he plays through it. He's just like a shittier Big Ben, is what I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stafford's I'm, a tough guy. I'm, I'm going to go Rams, Cardinals, Niners. Seahawks, as far as the order of finishing there. And I would take the Rams for the division. Maybe could convince me that, like, I don't know, Kyler is so fired up about the Call of Duty stuff that he doesn't play Call of Duty this year. But as a Call of Duty... Believe it or not, their their, uh, win total kind of makes me interested at eight and a half wins. Yeah, see, I, I would lean the over on that. I also lean the over. I feel like that's too low for them. I mean, Call of Duty comes out in what week eight, week nine, and they started seven and zero last year, so it's not unheard of. Then they, I mean, you could have that Colt McCoy guarantee to come in and play a couple weeks, two wins there. What or, if, or maybe go one and one with Colt? What if they they go? Let's just say eight and zero. Call of Duty comes out, and Cliff Kingsbury is just like, look, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you two weeks off. Just go play two weeks of Call of Duty. Play your heart out. Come back. <laughs> Boom. I mean, if that helps and that works, I can't help but give him coach of the year. He's a genius at that it point. It would be a 3D chess move. Yeah. Speaking of which, let me see what that, those odds are. Coach of the year season awards. Well, he is way down this list. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, plus 3,000. So what 31. is that? 31. Yeah. And the Cardinals would probably have to get a top two seed for that. Dude. Don't bet it, guys. Yeah. I mean, he's got the same odds as uh, to win the coach of the year as Matt Eberflus with the Bears. Yeah, just don't. Why does? I would just why is Andy Reid at plus 4,000? Uh, plus four, he's 40 to one. Yeah. Did he win it last year? And maybe there's never been a back to back or something. No, uh, Rabel won it last year. <laughs> what is Rabel's odds to win this year? It's gotta be a hundred to one. I'm trying to find it. Uh, 25 to one. I would rather have Cliff he's, <laughs> this year. He's online with uh, Kyle Shanahan, John Harbaugh, <laughs> Dan Campbell, sixteen to one. They, what the fuck? These these favorites are really weird. Staley plus fourteen hundred. That makes sense. What is that? Brian Dable plus fourteen hundred. Doug Peterson plus sixteen hundred. Kevin O'Connell plus sixteen hundred. Dan Campbell plus sixteen hundred. Nathaniel Hackett plus sixteen hundred. Mm, none of that. I would. I might just take an Andy Reid one because I feel like. Well, I mean, if you want to go into the AFC, we can. If not, we could save that for another day. But the Chiefs have an absolute insane schedule. Uh, as far as uh, easy or hard, just difficult. Like it's 
it looks like they they're playing a playoff team every single week. Yeah, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about still kind of still talking about the coach part, I would probably lean towards Staley at fourteen to one. But uh, yeah, I guess let's let's just take a peek over to AFC. Yeah, let's knock that out. You want to start off with the AFC East? Get that out of the way. Absolutely, this is one I'm very excited for. Well, I'm gonna let you take the lead on this. This is your division. So obviously, Bills are going to be the favorites. Uh, Pats and Dolphins. I believe they're at minus two thirty. I believe. Really, that big, huh? Yeah, huge amount. Interesting. Um, I don't see the. I don't have the division odds for them online. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is uh, the Bills. We know are going to be good. We know that for a fact. Probably going to go 12 and 5. I mean, people. Hey, that's a good, uh, that's, that's a good record. I mean, the over under on that is 11 and a half. So you're already saying, hey, over. But. It's, it's, it's questionable. I, I mean, so I never, ever, ever bet on the Dolphins. I never, uh, draft Dolphins players. I never do any of this stuff, right? In most years, it doesn't really, you know, affect me either way. This is the one year where I'm like, man, this is probably the most hyped I've been as a Dolphins fan since the Wildcat era, the Dolphins. Dude, uh, I'm excited for you guys. I mean, I'm excited to watch them. I maybe it's the Tyree Kill to Tua hype videos that get me going. I like your coach. He seems like a big smartass. Yes, he, he says some off the wall stuff. That's another thing. I'm like, man. Y'all look like y'all are going to have a fun year. I don't think you're going to go any farther than maybe a wild card, but it looks like it's going to be a fun year to watch. My only worry is, so we start off Patriots, Ravens, Bills, Bengals. That's not Jesus. Not an ideal first four games uh, before we finally get the Jets. Um, yeah, I mean, the middle of the schedule's uh, pretty cushy. But then it, it fires back up at the end. Niners, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots. Um, I don't know. I think there's a chance the Dolphins make a big leap this year. But there's also a chance that just stuff goes wrong and they never get anywhere they're close and Tua isn't that good. I think I'm on the positive side of that the Dolphins will have a better year and make a big splash. Now, just to kind of give you what I have written down here on what I think is going to happen. Bills, division champs. I'm not betting that's too much juice. not worth my time. Uh, I like the Bills over at 11.5. I could see them getting 13 wins, 14 wins, and just being an absolute lights out. That defense is nasty. Josh Allen's a freak of nature. You said the Dolphins is 8.5? Dolphins? Let me double check that. I have 9.5, but let me double check. Mm, Yeah, I'm not betting that either way. I guess tell me what the Patriots are as well. Patriots are a little bit lower, eight and a half. I think that team is the Patriots remind me of what the Spurs were with Coach Pop. Well, I think Belichick's done yeah. very much like Coach Pop. I was going to say done. current Spurs or former Spurs because uh... yeah, I'm I'm saying if you match up the timelines of both of them, they have very very similar like winning a couple champions in a few amount of years. Falling off, playing a playoff team consistently, but never kind of over the hump. Then they have a second burst of a dynasty, very much kind of like what the Spurs did. 
now it's just the point where all the players are gone that were on those dynasty teams. I Mac Jones looks like shit, dude. He has looked terrible in preseason against twos and threes out there. Yeah, it has definitely not been the best look so far for him in preseason. Uh, I apologize for the producer D that's going to kind of edit this, (laughs) but I am taking the Pats under at eight and a half at basically even money. Yeah, it just feels like this is maybe the end of the Belichick uh, era. And I can't wait for him to magically, you know, start like six and two, and we have to eat our words every week from D. But uh, it's going to happen. I mean, they're going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl with Mac Jones after we said this all. Uh, just give me one good year for the Dolphins. That's all I want. Man, I'm I'm cheering for you there, Joe. What about the Jets? So, What's the Jets line at? That one is five and a half. Oof. The over is actually juiced up. Really? People think so a lot of people are on the over of five and a half. I can't do that. I can't, in a clear-minded, clear-headed, I can't just say I'm picking the Jets and an over in the same sentence. Yeah, I mean, I just, that's a rule of thumb. I never want to bet on the Jets because I never want to root for the Jets. So I Fair have enough. no problem also it. going under on what there is. Yeah, so I feel like this division is pretty easy. It's Bill's. Bills for the next couple of years. Let's get on to the AFC North. This one I do think is just an absolute cluster of good enough, but not great teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that we know that Deshaun Watson's out for how many games? 11. 11. He'll be back for the Houston Texans game in Houston. How, how convenient. That is correct. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the Steelers preseason game right now, and I can't help but just maybe feel like that influenced my decisions here. I'm going to go over the division total or the division odds for the AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens are favored at plus 145. Bengals are second at plus 170. The Browns are plus 370. Then the Pittsburgh Steelers are plus 950. Definitely not taking the Steelers. As much as we are, you and I are Trubiscaholics. Uh, I just think that there's I mean, too many other good teams. If you want to think about it, Trubisky's been in the league for six years, right? Okay. He won with the Bears, the division in 2018. He won with the Bills last year. Okay. He's been on teams that can win the division. I'm actually... All joking aside, I think getting the Steelers a plus 950 in this division is really good value, and that's why I'm taking it. And I think Tomlin hasn't had a losing record. I can see this Steelers team, I don't know, getting over 10 or 11 wins. I'm looking at the schedule right now. It might be tough. Maybe I'm just biased towards Mitchell Trubisky, but he's not even going to be the starter. I think Kenny Pickett is. I worry about the defense. Um, for those who are paying attention today, TJ Watt limped off, uh, and people are a little worried. I did see that. A little bit worried about him. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the problem with Trubisky is what do you do when you're down 14? You know? Well, maybe they do the closer situation, put Pickett in. 
I mean, dude, if you look at Trubisky's stats when he is down, he's won a couple games. And that's, as a Bears fan, I think he came back against like the, what was it, the Falcons and some weird games like that. But that's a different situation. I mean, I feel he's cool, calm, collected. He was for a little bit. I, I'll, I'll stand on top of the hill. I thought he was a good quarterback. I think he should be a starter somewhere. Uh, I'm, I'm looking here too. Uh, Joe Cool and the Bengals. That's not a very fun uh, schedule at all. Good lord. I believe in Super Bowl hangovers. I think they are going to have a really piss poor year. I hope not, but because they were kind of fun to watch. But uh, yeah, this is not looking good. No, I'm looking at the your last four schedule. Your last four at Tampa Bay, at New England, home for the Bills and Ravens. New England could be an easy win for him. That's true. It could. Yeah. And then I don't really – do you think the Ravens are going to get any better? I don't know. I so, Other than Mark Andrews and Richard Bateman, I don't think that's a really, like, I'm beautiful offense that they have. going to take the Ravens to win this division. You're going to take the Ravens? I am actually all in. Uh, I also uh, – I guess if you want to look it up, I would love to see Lamar's MVP odds. Because I feel like this might be one of my favorite bets of the preseason. I think he's healthy. I think they... He's 20 to 1 odds there, Joe. Who who has tasty? That is. I mean, all these MVP things are. Because you can... If you're looking at it, it's like, okay, you're getting 8 to 1 with Patty Mahomes. 8 to 1 with Brady. I don't think Rodgers gets it the third time. I think everybody's at the point where they just fucking hate him. <laughs> I don't know. He's he, tripping balls. He came out on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, this week. And, uh, I know. Been saying it for years. This guy's an absolute menace to society. <laughs> he might I be. fucking hate that, man. I don't think he's quite uh, the lunatic that everybody else says he is. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Look, I Lamar, hate that Lamar other people are now hating. is like crazy. Because you just said the three, the three favorites are more like if you really had to close your eyes. Josh the Allen. Season. Oh, I guess Josh Allen would yeah. be the one. Josh Allen's a favorite at seven to one. I know a lot of betters right now are on Justin Herbert to win this. I mean, we can kind of discuss that when we get to that. But what's Herbert's odds? Herbert's nine to one. So you could throw a unit each on Herbert. Allen and Lamar, and you're basically getting what worst case four to one, best case seventeen to one. Yep, it's good man. Kind of, kind of tasty there. Yeah, kind of tasty there. This is one of those ones where I wish I was uh, better off uh, financially, so that I could do uh, lots of these things. Because I would love to do stuff like that. You just kind of put the odds in your favor. Yeah, week zero really hurt us, didn't it? <laughs> week zero didn't hurt us that bad. I didn't go too wild and crazy. No, I know. <laughs> just, just making jokes. It may have hurt me a little bit in the soul, but not the wallet. Yes. All right, so let's get back to the divisions real quick. We got, so just to kind of confirm the AFC North, we got, you got Ravens, I got Steelers. I have the Steelers over seven and a half, by the way, at even money. Uh, once again, Tomlin's never had a losing year. Why would that happen this year? Okay. 
Okay. I have the Bengals under nine and a half wins. I think you're going to see them fall off a cliff. Interesting. I just feel, and my next one is like Browns under eight and a half. Just, I mean, without a quarterback for 11 games, it's kind of tough to really win. And I think, I don't even know who they're, it's Brissett, right? That's who they're going with? Correct. Yeah, I don't, Brissett's not going to win 11 games. No, absolutely not. Brissett's not going to win, he's probably going to win maybe one out of those 11. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in that one. And then the Ravens, theirs is at 11 and a half, I think. No, I'm sorry, 10 and a half. I feel like they're a 10-win team. They're not going to get that 11th win. That's their form going under. Yeah, uh, I do have one bonus prop here. Uh, Talk to me. Detroit Dan Campbells. What would you think the over-under for sacks on the season for Aiden Hutchinson I can actually pop that up. Give me a second. Oh, I, I'm looking at it. But oh, what is it? Uh, sacks. Yep. What about five? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So seventeen games. He would basically just need what one every other game. Yeah. I mean, he was what the number two pick, right? Yeah, he should have probably been the number one pick, but that was kind of a debate. Very. I'm glad he went to Detroit. Not as a Bears fan, I don't look forward to seeing that. I'm very scared for Justin Fields, but I mean, that's kind of a fitting fit. So he... Michigan to Detroit. <laughs> so he plays Justin Fields twice this year. Could he have four sacks between those two games? We'll have to look at the odds then, but I'll definitely take the over on that. In which case, he would only need four sacks for the 15 other games. True. I think I'm going to take... So you're saying seven... That's actually really nice. Seven and a half? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I feel like they're not... People just are still not caught up on the fact that games are... Their seasons are 17 games now. So the rookie sack record is by Javon Curse at 14 and a half. I don't think it gets close to that. I think Micah Parsons got pretty close to that last year. Yeah, he did. Uh, I'm also looking here. Trayvon Walker, six and a half sacks. Where'd Trayvon go? I'm blanking out. That's a good question. Let me look that up real quick. I wanted to say Denver. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm, Yeah, I'm staying away from that one. But I do like the eight Good. Well, speaking of Jaguars, let's hop to the AFC South. Oh, boy. This is going to be the Colts, Texans, Jags, Titans. I think we're all on the same page here, just based on how we're talking. Yep. We could be. It's Colts are going to be the division champ, right? Correct. Cool. At minus 125, they are the favorite. I just see with Matt Ryan being there, it's going to be a lot better for that situation there in Indy. Now, I know I said I wasn't actually laying any money on the Bills to win the division champion, but right now I am parlaying the Bills, Colts, division champs. That's going to be at a plus 160. Ooh, wow. That's a that's pretty good odds. I think that's a hell of a value for both of that, and I think that's why I'm taking that. That's an actual bet I have on the slips. I might just go see if I can get that 
No, my book. I hate my book. <laughs> we cannot get that. I know. You need to join my sketchy book guy. He's a little scary to talk to, but other than that, he's a nice guy. Okay. <laughs> so, back to the AFC and AFC South. Colts over under is nine and a half wins. I'm taking the over. That's a no-brainer. I think they'll easily get 10 to 11 wins. I think they have a very easy schedule. I could be mistaken last time I was looking at it. Because they got, they're going to start off basically maybe 2-2 two and two at the worst. They have a very nice start to the season. Yeah, Texans-Jags, that's 2-0 and o to start as, it off. Not as much fun. Patriots, Raiders, Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers. Not the idea. We got to remember the Patriots aren't that good. I mean, but Colts Patriots, it's not like I would go in and expect the Colts to blow out the Patriots. You know what I mean? It's in New England. That could be tricky. November 6th, it's usually cold then. I don't Indoor stadium Bella, going, Bella, indoor team going to outdoor. Belichick versus Matt Ryan. I think we know how that one usually Oh, wow. Out. Then this is a revenge game. This is a Matt Ryan revenge game. We're taking the Colts when that happens. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Once again, sorry, Producer D. Uh, we'll... <laughs> We'll figure this. Uh, so let's just go over the win totals for the other teams. Texans, they have a huge one at four and a half wins this year. What do you think? A wise man once said, Davis Mills may be the second coming of Jesus. I, I actually can argue that he is the best quarterback out of last year's draft. Do you think he's the best quarterback in that division? Now, because you can actually argue that Malik Willis is the guy for the Titans. If the Jags and Texans got on the phone and got into a bidding war, would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Davis Mills? Davis Mills. Not even a doubt. Interesting. Uh, Davis Mills went to Stanford. He's a smart guy. Trevor Lawrence, I didn't like him in college. Maybe that was just, I don't know, a a preference. I just thought he was kind of overrated and overhyped. Yeah. Maybe it's the hair. I don't know. The thing about Trevor Maybe Lawrence it just pisses me off. Is as a quarterback, I don't know the one thing he's really, really good at. You know? Great hair. Yeah, that's basically his biggest strength. That's really all you can come up with on a pros and cons list. Pros hair. And I guess he doesn't really turn the ball over too much. I think he broke Peyton Manning's record last year. Did he really? I could be wrong. I no, think so. I don't think so. Let me double check myself there. Trevor Lawrence stats. Yeah, he had 17 last year. That's one a game. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think that this division is going to go Colts, Titans. Texans, Jags? I'm actually going to take the Texans. I think the Texans are a better team. I'm going to take the Texans over. Four and a half is just too low. I agree with you, Joe. I think Davis Mills is an absolute dog. He's a weapon. Four and a half wins. I think Lovey Smith will coach a sound defense. I think he'll be... Don't expect the Texans to go to the playoffs or anything crazy, but no. five wins, I feel like that's not too much to ask for that team. That being said with the Jags, they're over under six and a half. I think that is a hopeless team. Give me the under on that. And then the Titans, give me the over on nine and a half as well. I think there will be a very close 
end of the year matchup to see who wins the division between the Colts and Titans. See, I'm kind of penciling the Titans in as this year's uh, team from hell uh, season. I just feel like it's about to all come crumbling down. Between Tannehill and Derrick Henry and having no A.J. Brown, I do like they picked up Robert Woods, but uh, somehow Frigo got coach of the year last year. Because all of his guys got hurt, and he was a one seed last year. I mean, I think he had like the most injuries in IL or injured reserve, not IL, injured reserve list of all time, and he still made a one seed. Well, first of all, that's I think Vrabel's a good coach. It's very disrespectful to the 2021 Ravens. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) At one point, they lost their three starting running backs uh, before like week two, and then like picked up somebody, and he got hurt. Uh, yeah, go look at the Titans. I think they had to deal with the exact same thing last year. Yeah, I mean, losing Derrick Henry for an extended period of time was rough. A.J. Brown's hamstring uh, obviously always flares up. Um, uh, I guess Tannehill's relatively been, been healthy. Um, I don't Do you know. see the Cowboys situation where it's not the same? Where I just see Dak Prescott going in to play for the Cowboys this first year and absolutely lighting it up. I can see that with Malik Willis. That would be the one I think it's thing. a very similar storyline. Let me put it this way. I am going to bet the under. But That's right. if week two or week three, the Hill just, you know, uh, somehow was no longer able to play and it was Malik Willis time, I'd probably lean towards the over. Gotcha. Last division. This is probably the most complex one out of the NFL this year. Okay. This is the AFC West. Oh, boy. Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. Let's ride. Let's ride. I think this is going to be... Any first thoughts on this? Maybe one of the most all-time fun divisions ever. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win. So let me go over the favorites. Okay, go ahead. Or um, the odds on that real quick. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. It is the Chiefs plus 155. We got the Chargers at plus 240. Broncos at plus 260, so basically even there. Then the Raiders at plus 700. How the Raiders were what? Plus seven hundred. That's a little tasty for a division odd. I mean, there's. I actually really like it. I like it so much. I picked them to win the division at plus seven hundred. And not only do I like that, Joe, I kind of got a little ballsy here. Place this little bet. I have a parlay that the Steelers and the Raiders win both of their divisions. 83 to 1 odds. <laughs> that oh, is a lottery ticket. If I I got 10 bucks on it, if it happens, it happens. I think you lit $10 in fire. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. You know what's funny is the only team I wouldn't feel good about picking to win this division. Actually, I don't know. Even the Chiefs. I I have no idea who's going to win this 
this division. Odds-wise, good to my head. I think I'm leading the Broncos. What? I know. It's, uh, you know, I'm such a big Chargers fan, but the Chargers are always going to do some stupid shit. Uh, but it's analytics. They did it on purpose. Chiefs ever to do something stupid. This could be the year, you know, people, uh, at least for a period, feel like they've figured out Patrick Mahomes and not having Tyreek is it's going to hurt them for sure. Um, and Great. the Raiders, there's some really weird stuff with the Darren Waller stuff going on right now. Um, I I don't know. I don't think any of those other three teams have a defense as good as the Broncos. Now you're adding a Super Bowl winning veteran quarterback. I mean, I feel the same way about Stafford as I do Russ. I think if you have one Super Bowl, you have none. I think Russ is absolutely the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. He played like <laughs> shit last year. I don't expect the Broncos to do any better. I mean, I have the Broncos. Their win total is nine and a half wins. Give me the under. I think the Broncos finish last in this division. So here's the thing, though. Broncos start off Seahawks, Texans, Niners. I mean, they could be 3-0 and easily. Good. Good. I, if there's a way to hammer that under again... Right off the bat, just after they go three and zero, the juice is going to be going my way. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to double down once they're three and zero, just so I can get better odds. I think this Bronco team is absolute shit. Yeah, you know what? I think you might have talked me into San Diego. <laughs> it's just more fun if I'm going to risk some money, especially over the season. You know, much like betting on the Orioles, I want to bet on the Chargers. <laughs> I just know I'm going to want to watch their games. I know I'm going to end up Mike Williams on all my teams. Uh, just give me the Chargers. You talked me out of it. Yeah, so and just kind of from – because I saw the Chiefs um, – what was the Chiefs over-under for wins? I think it was 10.5, which sounds very low for what they usually do. They're usually a 12-13 win team. I think that schedule's a bitch for them, and I think over time – they're not going to be able to maintain. They lost a bunch of people on their defense. I think the Honey Badgers with the Saints now. Yeah. I mean, I felt like he was really good with the Chiefs, and I, I, I'm i leaning the under at 10.5. I think this is the year they fall. I am with you on that. Um, I would definitely lean a little bit under on the Chiefs. If Mahomes does it, he does it. I'm fully aware of what he's capable of. If he pulls it off again, more power to him. And that being said, I like your Chargers pick because I have them winning over 10 games. Okay. I think if you get that Mac-Bosa combo together, hopefully they can all stay healthy throughout the year. I think that team wins a lot. Yeah. I just kind of like the Raiders' defense. I like I like the new additions with uh, what Chandler Jones is there now. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. Max Crosby's there. That's going to be a fun defensive thing to watch. Okay. I like Hunter Renfro. I like Waller. I know Waller's going through some weird stuff right now. Then they also got Devontae Adams, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. A college connection there. Yeah. At plus 700, I feel like we're getting a gift. You're not wrong. It's not guaranteed. Yeah, you're But I do feel like we're getting way too much juice towards that. So those are my thoughts on the AFC just in general. What about anything you want to add to that? Because I got some MVP, comeback player, rookie of the year, defensive rookie. Oh, no, yeah. Hit me, hit me with those odds. 
What you got? So, I think Tom Brady's going to end outriding right off into the sunset. Give him the MVP of plus eight, uh, 800, 8 to 1. Okay. My comeback player of the year at 12 to 1 odds is Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Um, what do you think? Who's the favorite for it? See, because I think it's Derrick Henry, which. What? Yeah, it's. Let me get it popped up again. I just. Derrick Henry at plus 400. Okay. Jameis Winston at 500. Say, uh, okay. Not tasty enough. CMC, 8 to 1. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield in 1,200. Michael Thomas, 16 to 1. Saquon Barkley, 16 to 1. And then I don't see why anybody else would be on this list. I maybe Chase Young, since see, he's coming me, back from an injury. I, what I am going to do is take both Saquon and Michael Thomas. A unit each, get 15 to 1, and then you have two chances to win. Because uh, I agree, I don't like the Jameis or the Derrick Henry odds. Yeah, I see if the Panthers, and the reason why I'm sticking with Baker, if the Panthers make the playoffs with Baker as their quarterback, it's really hard for these riders to be like, no, it's going to be one of these other people. It's got to be Baker. Baker's been just absolutely in the dumpster for the last, I don't know, 18 months straight of how shitty a quarterback he is. Yeah. And then if he brings a team brings a team to another playoff berth, why not? I mean, he saved <laughs> the Browns in my opinion. Well, it's only right that he ends up killing them because if Baker made the playoffs uh, and the Browns are dealing with this Deshaun thing. Speaking of which, week one, Panthers-Browns. Um, give me the Panthers whatever spread they have. Baker's throwing eight touchdowns that game. He's breaking records. I think he might be right, actually. That might be a very tasty one. <laughs> I wish my book had the week, week one lines up. I think I got it right here. Oh, my Lord. It is damn near a pick minus Minus one and a half. Interesting. All right, we'll talk about that later. Uh, any thoughts on the rookie of the year's defensive? I already said that my defensive was Jordan Davis with the Eagles. I think he has a good shot, and he's got good value. Uh, I'm going to go with our boy Aiden Hutchinson, uh, hard knock star himself uh, on defense. And then on offense, I've already discussed this, but Romeo Dobbs uh, – I just think he's going to but, fill into that Devontae Adams role and put up some good stats. Good. That's going to be a name I'm going to hate. <laughs> like, I already can just be like, fuck that guy. Uh, my rookie of the year, it's because Kenny Pickett's going to take the Steelers to the division championship, or he's going to be a division champ. It's going to be Kenny Pickett. I think at 9-1, to one, that's pretty fair. Uh, maybe an honorable mention for my rookie of the year. Just trying to look real quick, just make sure I'm not missing anything. Hmm. Okay. Give me the Lake Travis kid, Austin, Texas, Garrett Wilson, as the wide receiver with the Jets, just to kind of give him some love. I might sprinkle a little bit of money on him. Yuck. You don't like it? Uh, just uh, betting on the Jets to win an award means the Jets would probably have to be somewhat decent. And that is no bueno in my eyes. But yeah, I think that's all I got. I mean, hey, if you see Garrett Wilson get 13 sets, 13 touchdowns, 14, I think you could you have to put him in the conversation, especially with his quarterback being as bad as it is or the quarterback situation being that bad. Something to think about. Yeah, I guess the Jets did lose um, 
Jameson Crowder. So maybe he can kind yeah. of fill up. I felt like Crowder was always good for like eight to ten touchdowns in garbage time per season. Gotcha. Well, that's all I got for the day. What about you, Joe? Um, not too much else. Mainly focusing on fantasy this week uh, as I prepare for all my drafts. Um, last few weeks of baseball uh, are coming up. We've got uh, still, at least on my book, as it gets closer to the season, they'll release some more uh, season-long props. Um, and uh, Yeah, I think your Sandy Cy Young ticket's looking pretty strong with another complete game. He certainly did. the Dodgers, holy moly. That is correct, and I needed it. We'll see what's going to happen here with this Sunday night battle. I'm fighting for my fantasy baseball playoff life uh, tonight. Uh, go Braves. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. So uh, that's all for me. Um, maybe we'll do uh, come back maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, after maybe I win another 50-50 raffle, hopefully. Fair enough. Yeah, let's do it. Well, guys, I think that's going to be the end of the show. Uh, feel free to give us a follow at Goose and Gambles on Twitter. That's where we are posting out our daily picks. Uh, yeah, y'all have a great day today. Cool. See you guys next time.